Welcome to episode number 47 of the Guns and Radio podcast. It's a bonus show. As always, I'm your host, Chris Caputo. And I'm Dustin Bones. And thank you guys for tuning in to this badass bonus show. Today's song is chosen by you. And if you don't know what that is yet, well, you should have listened to the last episode because we fucking told you then. So. Or follow our social media. I know, right, you jackass? What's holding you? Yeah. Uh, we we know a lot of you are following us on social media, because that's why we're here today, so we're <laughs> celebrating. But our song today is going to be better from Chinese Democracy, as voted on by you, the listeners. And uh, we're going to do things a little bit different tonight than what we normally do for uh, this special bonus episode. But first... Let's take a moment and tell you guys about what is our next bonus show goal going to be. Caputo. Well, we've got two of them, actually. So if we hit 200 followers over on our Instagram page, guaranteed a bonus show. Or if we get to, uh, let's say, 20,000 total plays on all our shows. Oh, shit. Either or, once we hit one of those, we'll put up another poll for a bonus show. We'll do another sort of themed thing for it. Uh, we'll probably do a different artist, maybe. I don't know if we're going to do another GNR theme poll. We'll probably do something different with one of the, the solo members of GNR. Uh, I don't know what we'll do. Yeah. That's uh, We should let these guys decide. Listen, man, you know me. I'm for taking from this damn pot that we have mm-hmm. <laughs> as much as possible. Uh, hang on, I'm just curious. So, 20,000 downloads. Let me see how many we've got. Uh, I'm going to load it up really quick. We'll see how many we've got as of now. That way we can kind of get an idea, get a little feel for how long that's going to be. But that's pretty good. That's a pretty sweet, uh, pretty sweet deal, you guys. So, be sure to be sharing our episodes with all your friends, man. If you got know somebody, we are at 8,941 on Anchor. All right. <clears throat> no longer than we can, can remember now. We started at zero when we switched to Anchor in episode. 
The one right after Jumpin' Jack Flash. It was a, I think it was an Izzy song, I remember. Here Comes the Rain. Yeah, we started at zero. Mm-hmm. So all of these plays that we've got now, these 8,941 that we're sitting at right now, is from you guys checking us out since we've been on Anchor. And uh, we want to say thank you for that because, I mean, by now we were well past 20,000 plays if we include uh, the old Spreaker account, which uh, I refuse to log back into. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we don't want to go just do another bonus show immediately. No, we got to give you some incentives. So help us, help us almost double that. And we can do it, guys. You can do it. You've done it before. Uh, just continue to support us. And we just want to tell you thank you, man. We really... We really do appreciate your support. Thank you for following us. And for those of you that are stumbling upon this podcast for the first time and you don't know about our social media, why don't you head on over and check us out? Caputo, why don't you tell them where to go? You know these things. You're smart. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we're on both Twitter and on Instagram. The handle's the same, both at Guns and Guns, the letter N, Radio Pod, all one word. Um, follow us there. Guys, the 200 Instagram followers, get another bonus show. Hell, if we get to 200 Twitter followers, you know what? I'll throw in a third bonus show, though. Get to 200 oh, Twitter shit. followers, and we'll get another bonus show. God Fuck, damn. I'm like the Billy Mays of bonus shows here. I'm just throwing <laughs> them all out here. Oh, wait, there's more. Yep. <laughs> and, man, we really enjoyed doing this for you guys. So go go help us out with that. And of course, you can always, if you want to join the conversation, and uh, give us your feedback or hit us up see what we're up to chat with us you can do so on our discord to get your free invite head over to gunsandradio.com where you can also find links to all of our social media and our entire archive of episodes complete with videos embedded for watch alongs and all kinds of facts and information on every song that we uh, review but we're going to have a pretty cool like when this show is over we're going to have a pretty cool archive of uh, Guns N' Roses fan website that's 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 going to be built there. So <laughs> That's going to be pretty dope, man. It's going to be oh, pretty yeah. dope. And, of course, you can check out all of our originals over there as well. Not even not even mentioning all of that. Like yeah. We got other podcasts up there as well as videos and all kinds of shit coming soon. Mm-hmm. We really do, uh, and we've been pumping out videos lately, too. Like, that's been mm-hmm. something we've been having a lot of fun with uh, ever since we uh, we started recording uh, a video version of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't release it right now, but, I mean, you guys aren't missing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, what? Well, yeah, what Dustin does, just take some, some clips, some little highlights. I'll post them on the socials, you know for like a throwback Thursday or like some flashback clips, you know. So you get a little peek of the video versions of what zaniness and fucking craziness <laughs> goes on here, you know. Uh, we had to start wearing pants because now we can see each other. Yeah. That's but why I have the I green mean... screen here so I can like hide all the 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 porn I put on my wall and there's maybe like a, <laughs> a, a it could be like a severed head back there. You don't want to see that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of porn back there, folks. Yeah. T- <laughs> Hardcore porn and dog shit. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a while. <laughs> I mean, it's Chinese democracy. We are we have to bring up buckethead here somehow. Hardcore porn and dog shit. I hadn't thought about that in so long. Oh, man, that's like Axel in his leather pants, swamp ass in leather pants. <laughs> oh, my God. 
We're bringing back the old shit for this episode. We're Fuck yeah. Going way back. But uh, anyway, today, normally, you know, we, we dick around for a little bit and we chat about uh, on this day in history. We have all kinds of cool bits that we normally do on the show. But we decided that, man, there's just so much to talk about with this particular song that it's not necessary to have any kind of real filler material. So we're going to do a few things. We're going to have a few different segments come up. We're going to talk about the history of the song. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to watch. At some point, we're going to do a watch along to the music video. Now, the music video is unreleased. But so we can't embed it on our website like we normally do. Well, we probably could. Better if we see. Like it's something you can definitely seek out. It's still on YouTube somehow. Yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna tell them that, but yeah, it's out. (laughs) It's on YouTube, and uh, that's where we found it. Hopefully, it'll stay on YouTube long enough for us to make this episode. I was gonna say the version here. It's been up since June of 2013, so it's lasted a good while. Holy shit. Yeah, so well, it hasn't been, cool. you know, uh, quote-unquote, rangered by yeah. you-know-who yet. Fucking prick. Carol <laughs> Uh <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We're going to start blaming that bitch for everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man, but... Um, yeah, well, we're going to watch the music video, We're gonna, and we're actually going to review and do a breakdown of the song separately from the music video watch along and uh the first thing uh i think we should probably talk about is um the song its origins Mm kind of started which we actually didn't learn this a lot we learned a lot about this song um this past summer actually yeah with the storage wars leaks and everything yeah we know now it was originally called three dollar pyramid mm-hmm um, that was the name of the demo that they recorded for this. And yeah, it was like a Robin Fink thing. And it's a very like, sorry to cut you off there, but it's like very like bare bones, but you still get the same feel and the tone of what would later oh, yeah. become better. It's a nice raw instrumental. Like still you can tell like some of the, maybe some solos are missing, some more guitar work, but it's a basic like foundation. Yeah. And it, uh, I mean... I think it's really cool that some fans have gone into the $3 Pyramid version and added in the vocals. Oh, yeah. I have a version of that. Yeah, that's a really cool mm-hmm. uh, version. There's been so many other versions of this song that were created, though, mm-hmm. that I guess were eventually intended for release. Was it on the remix album at all? Um, there was. I know there was a brain, there was a brain remix of this song. There was um, the Bumblefoot Acoustic. Okay, so I probably haven't heard the Brain remix then. Yeah, and then there was the Ashba version. Which I'm pretty sure that was intended for the remix album. Yeah, now the Ashba version, uh, if you haven't heard it, it's very it's very slow. And um, like you said earlier before we started recording, it's kind of like doom metal. Yeah, it takes it like it take, basically takes the. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, what better is and just basically flips it 180 in a way and takes it in a whole new direction. It's actually pretty good. Like, I've only listened to it like a few times, but, like, the few times you do, like, get a feel for it, whatever, it's very, it's a very different, like, kind of song. 
Oh yeah, and, yeah. It almost adds like a new layer, like a new meaning to it. That's why I dig that. It really does, it. though. Like yeah. because it they change from the from the the fast kind of upbeat kind of shit that they do with the album version, mm-hmm. and bring it to this uh, to the slower kind of minor chords and shit like that going on. Yeah. And uh, but the but here's the thing though, the vocals don't change. It's yeah. the same vocal track, but when you change the music in the background, it completely, completely changes the entire feel. And like you even said, the meaning of the song, mm-hmm. which I think goes to show how universal this song could be. Oh, um, definitely. I would say this is definitely the hit off of Chinese Democracy. If 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 there was going to be a hit, what should have um, been? Yeah. And had had the release of things like the music video and things like that not been botched so badly, mm-hmm. this would be like people probably wouldn't know about Chinese Democracy, but they would at least know about that 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 new Guns N' Roses song that came out mm-hmm. sometime in the two thousands. Is how the yeah. casual person would think about it. Yeah, like how I would have probably promoted this. This would have been either like the lead single, like or right after the lead single. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh let's see. This was released as a single. What were the what were the singles off of China Damn? There was better I think it was just Chinese Moxie. This was just the promotional single. That was it. Oh, see, I didn't know that. So yeah. it was never released. Yeah, it was just for promo uh whatever reasons, you know. Well that's cool. Um now we did find out back in December of twenty eleven, Axel revealed that there was a music video that would be released soon. Soon seemed to usually be the word, mm-hmm. but uh, it never, it never saw the light of day. And because uh, <clears throat> and why why was that? Is it because Lars Ulrich is in it? Yeah, there was some whole bullshit here. So I'm like, I did some research, whatever. So it was back in like in oh wait after the album released, Axel's like, oh yeah, there was a music video. And he said, like, oh, there, Lars makes an appearance. But there, you know, Lars was like, okay, I signed off on it, whatever. And then fucking Fernando still blamed him. He's like, oh, no, Lars didn't sign off on anything. But, like, Lars is like, oh, yeah, yeah, but I did sign off on it, blah, blah. So it's obviously, I don't know, a misconcept, like a miscommunication there. Because then it goes, like, Axel later on in the month was like, oh, Lars isn't holding up anything, whatever. It was the message board comments were meant casually and fun and amongst friends. Then he said he hoped to have the video out shortly, and then like still nothing. Yeah, so we never did find out why the music video was never released. Yeah, because if Lars did actually sign off that release, then it should have been fucking out like ten years ago. You think it was a Team Brazil botch? Probably was, because knowing it, because fucking of course Fernando's name is mentioned in here, so he had to probably just pinpoint bullshit. When Lars is like, you want to do play this shit, then fuck you. I'm not going to sign off on it anymore. Yeah, that's a possibility. Or Lars is probably like, I'll sue you. <laughs> yeah, probably. Good night. God knows he likes suing people. That's yeah. for damn sure. Right. Sign off for my likeness. I want it back. I'm suing you. Fucking asshole. Sue your ass. But uh, what, you want to start there? You want to start? Let's watch the music video. Yeah, let's do it, man. So the music video leaked around 2012. It's a work print version, quote unquote. So you can see, like, it says property of GNR Productions on it and everything. Hang and on, I'm really, pulling it up on my yeah. phone here. 
it's something else, man. Because it's just like it's not like a usual like junior music video where it's like you know there's actually a story and everything. It's mostly just like it's cool concert footage. But by the time like, like the album and all this shit came out, it was updated. It's like an <clears throat> it's like an old school GNR music video, like what like like one of the ones from Appetite, like a Paradise City kind of thing where it's like strictly live footage. Yeah, yeah, in a way, it, yeah. Let's be real; it's kind of a lazy way of going about it. Yeah, but I think like I was even like reading earlier. I remember like people like comments earlier about it. People were like, well, that was probably how Guns was making most of their money anyways with touring, so they might as well promote that. Keep touring, yeah. promote the tour, and be like, "Oh, this is what you're going to expect when you come see GNR live, or whatever." That would increase ticket sales in a way, maybe. I don't know, man. I'm not sure if anything could have made people. Uh, can you shoot me that YouTube video real quick? Yeah. Give me in one Skype. Second. Sorry. Yeah, people were so pissy, and so because you notice <clears throat> what happened when Slash came back to the band, people quit bitching. Yeah. And. uh actually started checking out the fucking album mm-hmm. go figure yeah and back then dude fans just could not get over it and that's that's an unfortunate event but uh take your time go find it you'll know when you see it yeah. uh, if you know what you're looking for we'll try to help <laughs> We'll in any way out. possible yeah yeah i mean it's not the best of quality but like you can still get it yeah uh so you want to count us down let's do it in three two one press play okay so that's we start out with axel in his sports car that's a that's a nice fucking ferrari or is that a lambo i don't even uh, I don't know. Maybe it is uh, a Lambo. Yeah. And this he is why Axel was late. <laughs> <laughs> Homeboy was like joyriding, doing some like Fast and Furious shit, like in the middle of the streets. <laughs> it's like Tokyo Drift, man. <laughs> There's Chris Pittman drunk again. Is he? Robin and Tommy. <laughs> oh, man. Look how Fortis. young Fortis looks. Yeah. There's Bumblefoot without the beard. Frank. Fucking brain. Oh yeah. Oh, oh so, wait, this is this is so they're really showing everybody. Yeah, except Paul Tobias. <laughs> Poor guy. And then the Jumbo Junior logo comes out. That looks so shit. <laughs> yeah. What tour was this? Was this this was the Chatham tour then? Yeah, oh six, I think. And probably some footage from before they probably used. It's it's kind of jarring to see the ju- drummer change like four times. Yeah, and it's like, oh look, here's like all the nine guitarists that like played on this album. So here's a little taste of what you missed out on versus what you're gonna get. Uh-huh. Yeah, because Buckethead was long gone from the band by the time. Yeah, this he was out by like '04. Which that's like a whole nother like story, both uh. Yeah. That was a whole like management miscommunication from what like I've read into it about it. Man, you imagine being in front of a crowd that big? Oh, insane. Oh, this is that show where Axel got pissed off. 
where that uh that clip leaked of his uh of his audio from his headset when he was like, "Look, you can't get your shit together, then I don't need to fucking be here." Like, oh, I remember get this that. Shit together for I get yeah. He says something like, uh, "Uh, you need to get your shit together before I get uh I end up getting a fucking bottle to the face." Oh shit. It was a justifiable rant, I felt like, because if shit ain't working right, you're the one that's out there. Man, look how sweaty everybody looks. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like when Tommy Stinson would wear like a three-piece suit like on stage. <laughs> I'm like, how do you not die? <laughs> like, Yeah, those days are long gone. Yeah, that's the thing with like this like new GNR. It didn't... It didn't really look like they all like fit together. Like just looking at like what they wore, like their outfits, even on stage, it's like I get everyone wants to be like their own sort of like character, but like as a band, you gotta be sort of like in a unified kind of state. And it's just all over the fucking place. Yeah, this is true. Too bad they're they're not like Kiss, where they could just paint somebody else to look like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if just... somebody don't show up for the show, you just get the tech. Yeah. Paint him up. Nobody will know the fucking difference. <laughs> Literally, it's okay. You can get anyone there. They play a you know uh, a backing track, anyways. Doesn't have to be Paul Stanley. <laughs> I know, right? I could have went and saw Kiss, and it wasn't even them. Yeah, they weren't even in the building. <laughs> no, they're still in catering. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Stanley's in the in the back. He's trying to get with all the girls. Okay, who's wearing the ski mask? Is that Bumblefoot? Or Robin Fink? No, that was Bumblefoot, yeah. Oh, you remember when Chris Pittman was pretty? (laughs) (laughs) This is pre-Towel Pittman. I know, this is back when he was pretty. (laughs) Oh, Axel riding the bike. Hey, we're taking chats. Axel's like, why the fuck am I here? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who the fuck are these guys? Oh, Sebastian Bach. Oh, Sebastian's in it. I haven't seen Lars, though. Yeah, Have he's I right at the that? end. That, no, that's right at the end. That clip's fucking hilarious. There's Lars. There's oh, okay. Bit there, yeah. But the clip at the end is fucking hilarious. Man, I wish they wouldn't have wasted this song on this music video, though. Yeah. Because they could have done so much better. Yeah, definitely. Especially for, like, you know, the whole lyrical, like, meaning and backstory. Like, all these songs. You could have made a whole, like... You could have done, like, the Illusions movies, but with the entire, like, Chai Dem album. If they had, like, know, the budget right? and everything. That would have been fucking cool. You could have made Chai Dem a concept album. Just oh. the ways the songs are. You can tell a story. It I pretty really much, believe. Yeah. It already does. Like, if you listen from beginning to end... Here it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 so I don't know if, like, Rollers is, like, shit-faced in that, or, like... <laughs> Sebastian <laughs> shit-faced. Okay, <laughs> that is pretty funny. Okay. That, that, that makes the video right there. But, yeah, speaking of, on, like, what we were just talking about, like, 30 seconds ago, like, even just, like, listening to Chidem from, you know like zero zero all the way to the end of it it already does kind of sound like one long like story and that's what like i like about albums where you know you can actually listen to it from front to back and you're not gonna get bored but like you feel like you're part of like a musical journey 
like an experience type of thing. Yeah. So it's like I'm here for the hour, hour twenty minutes, like, and I'm gonna enjoy every fucking second of it. I could see that. Well, that's one thing. Like, uh, there are bands that put out concept albums, and mm-hmm. maybe that was intended to be a concept album. Could have been. Well, it was supposed to be a whole trilogy of albums, so who knows? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, what we've gotten so far. Um, not to speak too much on the song because it's in the shuffle to come up eventually, but like Atlas Shrugged, Bumblefoot talks talked about that uh, later on about mm-hmm. how the reason Atlas Shrugged wasn't on the album was because uh, it, it would have been the final song and mm-hmm. they didn't have enough room on it, so they cut it for time. Yeah, plus they're using CD formats and that can only hold like so much. Yeah. My thing with that whole theory is, what a shitty way to end that album that would have been. Yeah, I feel like the way it ended right now, it would have been perfect. Like, uh, unless it would be wanted to throw like a bonus track or something. And with the like, exception yeah. of Hard School, I haven't seen anything that's better than anything on Chidem mm. of the weeks that came out. Yeah, I feel like if they had like all these songs like ready, whatever, like a good like thirty songs, whatever. We could have had a different, like, a totally different track listing for the first Trident album and sort of, you know, maybe split a lot of those songs across three albums and, like, mix in everything else or whatever. Yeah, that would have been possible. The um, the uh, the song itself would uh, would leak in, what, 06? I think it was 06, and if I'm not mistaken, let me double check here. Um, it leaked, yeah, February 06. And then, like, the final version leaked again in 07. Okay. So, now, when it was used in the Harley-Davidson commercial, when was that? That was, I think, around... Oh, yeah, that was was the end of 06. Okay. So, that was a Super Bowl commercial. Did that actually play on the Super Bowl? No, that wasn't a Super Bowl. It was just... It was in October 2006 when the... Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't Super Bowl. It was, like, way before then. Okay, so I'd heard I'd always heard it was a Super Bowl commercial. So I guess that's bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. Okay. Bullshit. So <laughs> bullshit. So uh the the and you told me something about the Harley Davidson commercial, which I'm gonna play right now in the background. You can find mm-hmm. that on the internet. Uh, yeah. I don't know, three two one play if you really want to watch it. But it's black and white. And uh, you see a bunch of sheep. You sent me this earlier. Now, mm-hmm. for some reason, when I originally saw this, I thought it was goats. I remembered <laughs> it being goats. But uh, <laughs> it's like you see the black sheep. They all leave the pack, I guess, to be their own individuals and get away from the herd. And they kind of start their own own herd, mm-hmm. I guess. Is the, yeah. is the deal. Yeah, like, then, you know, yeah, staying out for the rest of the pack. No. Yeah. But you make your own pack in the process. Yeah, it's basically like the wood black sheep, you know, standing out from the rest. It's like, it's a whole little marketing thing. It's pretty cool. Though. But yeah, speaking of like how better was involved in that, like, according to Dizzy Reed, he said like the the, the version with better kind of leaked out as an accident. So yeah. The, yeah, this version with that demo. And then one with just Paradise City. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I've never actually seen the Paradise City version of that commercial, so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool to uh, 
to think about. Like, I didn't know about that till we were talking before we went on the air. I didn't realize that this was, uh, uh, that there was a Paradise City version of that commercial. I mean, it makes sense. Like, you wouldn't scrap a whole commercial just because of the song. You would either change the song or change the artist altogether and put a different song in it. If you know you're getting too much trouble out of the GNR camp and you're like, okay, well fuck this. And then you go and put, I don't know, the Stone Temple Pilots or some shit in there and be done with it. Cause like yeah. you've made the commercial <laughs> at this point, mm-hmm. you'll find something to put in it. Something, but, uh, some way, somehow. <clears throat> Let's see here. What else? What else? It debuted live on May 12th, 2006 at the Hammerstein Ballroom. And according to uh, Wikipedia, it has been played at almost every show ever since. And uh, during the Not In This Lifetime tour, a new version of the song has been put together and arranged. <clears throat> including, which, intro, which has an additional intro. You probably heard that at the beginning of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, featuring Duff and Slash, which... I mean, it's really cool that they're that they're um, that they're there. Slash and Duff are there for this song because uh, we're going to get to that in a little bit, and we're going to do a, a guitar battle when we get into the uh, the actual review. But um, I mean, I don't um, I don't really. Th- know of anything else we could uh, talk about other than like i said the song is the hit from uh dude the hit that it should have been to be honest because this is probably the best song off the album in my opinion it is oh yeah like it's it's if gnr had a new greatest hits record come out better would definitely be on that yeah i would throw this and i'll throw the title track sure and probably, like, there was a time. Oh, yeah. I'd say those three from this album, maybe if you want to include Street of Dreams. But, like, those are the only three or four you really need on there. Yeah. <clears throat> but with that... <clears throat> excuse me. But with that, you want to um, you wanna listen to the song? Fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's listen to the song. We're going to listen to better. We've watched the music video. We normally don't do it like this. We normally either do... Um, one or the other but this time we're going to listen to the studio version hell yeah and then when we get to the guitar solo we're going to pause the studio version we're going to switch to uh the live version and then we're going to have the guitar battle in the middle of the song yes and we will put up a poll for that and you guys can vote yeah you can vote we're going to tell you we're going to tell you what we think oh yeah we're the judges here man don't get it fuck, twisted. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> well, geez. We're going to go that far, but okay, yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. We'll tell you what's good. Fuck them all to death. <laughs> and I feel like that riff right there is the hook of the entire song. Yeah. Robin Finkman. Yeah. This is, this is his tune. 
that shit is beautiful. That's the only thing that disappoints me about them redoing it for, to with Duff and Slash, like almost completely gutting the song and doing a whole new intro is because that intro right there is all you need. Like yeah. everything else just feels like a little bit extra, in my opinion. Yeah. I do like like the, the new intro they wrote. Like I would see I, if I were them, I would just make a fucking simple studio version, like better two K sixteen or whatever. With that like a little intro, you got to update the backing vocals on there. Dude, even if you just have the same axle vocals from two thousand eight on there, fuck, that's all that's it. That's all you need. Oh yeah, dude, that would be great. Maybe some fan out there. <laughs> someone has mixed. remade it and everything. I do have it somewhere. But like someone it was on YouTube then it probably got fucking taken off or some shit, so I don't know. Yeah. Move it on. pause it again and say something here lyrically wise this song is some of the best like poetry is the best word i know how to describe it because i use this song as an example in songwriting when uh, i'm talking about a song like how do i word this it's it feels like effortless rhyming like mm-hmm. everything rhymes like it should in this, but as you listen to it, it feels like he's still, it's not, it doesn't sacrifice the, the speech that he's giving mm-hmm. for the sake of a rhyme. Everything just feels like this is how people talk mm-hmm. and it just so happens to all flow into place so perfectly. Yeah. That's just, that's, that's actual songwriting like to a T right there. It's Good. like effortless. Oh yeah. That bridge right there with the guitar, too. Yeah, is, man, just cool little shit like that. Yeah, the little things, man. It's the little things that make all the difference. Yeah. Have you heard the theory that this song's about Beta? Did you ever Yeah, that's the... <laughs> the fan fiction? Yes. I was going to say, I think they're more, they're more interested in their relationship than Axel and Beta themselves are. Yeah, what's going on there, man? <laughs> Wouldn't it be some shit if uh, it turned out they were married in real life? Bro, I don't know. That's what like some people were saying the rumor was, but like I don't fucking believe a word of that because that's no way. I don't know. Maybe Axel likes the Cougars. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna it's say just... he, he's now in the Cougar territory himself. 
Well, that's what I'm about to say, man. Like when you when you're a man that fancies the cougars and you get older, well, yeah. your cougars are gonna get a little older too. Damn right. Even if you do kind of look like you know your average lesbian, it's all right. Some some chick will still want to plow you. Dude. <laughs> well, no offense. If you ever seen that picture with him and Mickey Rourke, they look like a couple of fucking Karens. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, you thank goodness I... he like did like the John Cena and like cut his hair a bit there, so like he looks not as lesbian now, which is good. <laughs> you know who I think of when I think of somebody that looks like your lesbian aunt? Who? St- Steven Tyler today. <laughs> Dude, literally, he looks like an Italian grandmother with the fucking like pantsuit and everything. Like, right, like neighborhood watch, like on the porch talking shit about everyone. It's like, did you see that? Oh man, that reminds me. My friend Cece, uh, we were at the bar one night, and uh, there was this guy there. I'm not going to say his name, but he's a regular at the bar that we attended before the COVID hit before the Rona, mm-hmm. uh, we would attend this little bar that's just right down the road from the house. And there's a guy there that was a regular and he'd gotten drunk and he wasn't feeling so good because his back was hurting. So this guy at the bar, uh, is going to go get some crystals out of the truck and he's going to heal him with these crystals. <laughs> and, uh, so they told me this, I'm like, where'd he go? And they told me, and I thought they were fucking with me. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't realize we had a fucking wizard in the goddamn bar. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then CC, CC is insisting that this shit works. And I was like, oh, that's, and I think my exact words were, dude, that's fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> and so I pissed everybody off because I'm over here just laughing my ass off because I thought they were fucking with me at first. <laughs> Like, I thought they were pulling a, a prank on me. Oh, and, like, shit. everybody's telling me somebody's going to come back with some crystals and it's going to heal. Uh, old boy, I can't say his name. Cause, and you'll know why by the time I get to the end of the story. And uh, so Cece goes, uh, well, he's going to go get him out of the car. And, and, you know, she talks like this right here. Well, her name's Lil' Owen. She said, he's going to go get him out of the car. And then we're going to prove it. And I was like, oh, I don't, you don't got to prove it. I believe it's retarded. And, <laughs> and, so he comes back out, and he gets, uh, we'll call him Jim, the guy that that he's trying to heal, just so I can tell the story better. So he's got Jim, and uh, he's got the crystals, and he's pushing on him and stuff, and like rubbing, pushing these crystals into his side. And everybody's drunk, even me. And I'm laughing over here, like, would you go do some fucking magic? And he's like, you gonna chant the voodoo, say, do the voodoo chant. Don't forget to do the voodoo chant. And... And uh, while he's pushing these crystals in his stomach, Jim shits his pants. <laughs> and oh man, I felt so bad for him because then he went he went to leave, and he lost his keys. So he was gonna have to go back in the bar after shitting himself. <laughs> oh my god! And try to find his keys. And so we had people in there looking for him to find his keys for him. And, uh, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy shit on himself. <laughs> oh, shit. He's just like two girls, one cupped himself. 
<laughs> and then you see me over here, and then <clears throat> as soon as he's gone and uh, he's out of earshot, so I can make fun of him without hurting his feelings. Well, I wasn't making fun of him. I was making fun <clears throat> of the situation. I go, well, I stand corrected. <laughs> I said they wasn't going to do anything. I guess they do something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Which is a perfect segue into the next line of the song. That was not planned, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And this is my favorite part of the song. Like, I didn't intend on, like, uh, parroting or ribbing on the song, but it's just funny that it worked out that way. This is definitely one of those that's hard to not just listen to the song. Yeah, it's definitely hard for us right now. Okay, is this the guitar solo? Yeah, no. this is right here. Yeah, yeah this is the solo. Gotta do the, I never wanted you to be... That's so- after that. This is like the solo, whatever, and then it goes... Like that sort of like... Coda, I guess. I don't know what the fuck they call it. Okay, so with that, then we're going to go into the live version. Not in this lifetime. uh, Of better. And we're going to play Slash's version of this guitar solo first. And, uh, man, we need a guitar battle. Uh, Yeah, one of those. Yeah. If we find one, you know, we'll definitely. Yeah, we'll slip it in there somewhere. You guys get it. It's time for a guitar battle. It's time for a death battle, y'all. Oh, we already get uh, was it Boomstick and uh, have you you have you ever seen Death Battle on YouTube? I don't think I have. No. Oh man, it's great. It's always like like one of them's like Superman versus Goku, and uh, then they like that. That's just the one I can think of off the top of my head, and then they do a uh, a whole build up on it on how uh, the um, like they give all the stats and the superpowers and shit like that of the individual fighters, mm-hmm. and uh, they give like a bio and what like a tale of the tape from each one, and that's most of the video. And then the battle itself is uh, usually eight bit video game style mm-hmm. that you see it go down. Sometimes it's like three D video game. I think it really just depends on what kind of mood they're in. I'm gonna go through some other. Uh, facts sort of you know looking through the the liner notes i've got here okay yeah so you can see this is uh so red that fuck can't speak now writing credits <laughs> go to axel and robin fink and as we look forward through here uh so guitars robin fink motherfucking paul tobias richard Fine. portis buckethead and bumblefoot so basically, if your name is Slash, Izzy, Stradlin, or Gilby Clark, you do not play on this song. 
Yeah, yeah, but everybody else in their damn everybody. dog is. <laughs> Literally. Bass, Tommy Stinson, drums, uh, oh, Brain, both Brain and Frank. So they probably split their parts equally, whatever. Um, keyboards, Robin Fink, Dizzy Reed, and Chris Pittman. Wow. Oh, nice, nice. Background, vo- background vocals, Dizzy Reed, Tommy Stinson, Chris Pittman. Guitar solo, Buckethead, and Robin Fink. Okay, so it's a, it's a combination of the two. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I didn't I didn't realize that. So. Yeah, and Fink had a lot to do with the song. He was part of the arrangement, the drum arrangement himself, and even this is under digital editing. He was a part of too. So this is like his. This is his fucking con- best contribution to the album. So here we go. We're gonna go. I've got it loaded up. We're ready to go. Let's listen to Slash's version of the solo, and then we'll go back to the uh, we'll go back to the album version. interesting because i like this the second solo of that he did better than like whatever the fuck that first one was yeah i I gotta agree with you all right so Mm -hmm. let's go straight into the album version while it's fresh in our minds
Okay, there we go. <clears throat> we just did the uh, we did the comparisons now. Yeah. So I believe like the first solo to me, like in the like the studio version, sounded very buckethead esque. And that that recent second one is probably more Robin's solo. Probably. I That's think what I feel, yeah. to me, I'm torn on this one. Like usually I have a, a, a straight up opinion one way or the other. Mm. But like the first part before uh before Axel comes back in, I like the studio version better of that. And the second part, though, I don't know. The Slash version's pretty good. Something yeah, about definitely. the way the studio version hits, though, man. It could just be because that's how I'm used to hearing it. Yeah, that could be, too. Like, it's the one, one thing we always sort of bring up whenever we do these. Like, for us as, like, these hardcore GNR fans, we've been listening to this album now for over, like, 12 years. Yeah. And so, like, that's basically ingrained in our heads so much where it's, like, if there's anything else... It's, it has to be really fucking good to live up to what our, our expectations are. Yeah, it's jarring. Yeah, oh, like, absolutely. At some point, but... Yeah, because uh, you can't imagine it with, like, anything else sounding any other way. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, that's not us being closed-minded. That's just that's just how we hear our song, you know what I mean? Like, that's just, like, anything, like, psychologically, anything you even do in real life. You've been doing the same thing the same way X amount of years, and you're doing it another different way. Obviously, you're gonna there's gonna be some resistance to it. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I guess you could kind of look at it as two different songs in a way. But let us know what you think on Discord, on Twitter, uh, at Guns and Radio Pod, on Instagram, wherever you want to communicate with us. Give us your opinion. On this uh, this guitar battle, this is what the fourth or fifth one? I think so because we did one for we did prostitute, yeah, Street of Dreams, uh, Catcher in the Rye, and then there was uh, there was one that we did. There was a time. Okay, yeah, there was a time. Yeah. Uh, so this is fit, but there wasn't there one that we did that was like an old school GNR song. Where we combine, I don't remember. It's oh, been I don't long. fucking remember. We're almost fifty episodes. I can't remember. <laughs> and we don't remember everything we do in every single episode. But I was going to say a couple weeks ago, I think, I, or was it this week or a couple weeks ago, I fucked up the episode number. <laughs> we 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 do that like every week, dude. Yeah, every <laughs> week we're like, "What episode is this?" Oh, I thought this was like forty something. <laughs> it's like, nope. <laughs> It's weird that this is what forty. This is forty-seven. We're almost yeah. to fifty episodes. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Let's uh. Let's get back in the song. I love this outro part here. Love it.
And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Better by Guns N' Roses. Better. I was looking into the track list because I've gotten curious. There's 12. Um, sorry. There's 14 songs on this album. We have now covered one, two, three, four. Six, I think. Five, six. six. Yeah. We're yeah. almost we're almost halfway through Chai Dem. Shit. Damn. That's weird to think about. So uh, ratings. Crazy. Let's rate the song. Who wants to Ooh. go first? Uh, does it like it matters? Like it matters. I think you I think everyone has listened to this from the beginning knows that we're gonna give this a fucking glorious review of sorts. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Like I'm breaking the, the the out of five scale for this one, and I'm gonna go fucking like, can, oh, I don't know. Do I want to over exaggerate it, or do I want to be semi realistic with it? <laughs> Ooh, this is like probably like as, as the best song of off Chinese Democracy, and what should have been like one of the reasons why this album would actually sell more than like a million copies. Um, like, fuck it, we're breaking the scale. I'm gonna go like thirty out of five. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I will too. Uh, like I'll I'll I'll, sh- I'll shoot this one up too. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go the same direction. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a solid five to be the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of us has to be reasonable here. I'm gonna yeah. give it a perfect score. This is a perfect song. You got the perfect score from us. That's what we're trying to say. Like, I was gonna say can... yeah. We've broken the scale before. Like I think Welcome to the yeah. Jungle. I gave it like a twenty out of five. <laughs> like a 27 out of 10 for some fucking reason i don't remember do you like this better than uh welcome to the jungle oh no no jungle i think jungle has more history to it like you cannot beat that song i was gonna say actually to make a good comparison here if like chinese democracy like the title track is like this era this gnr lineup era's welcome to the jungle then i'd say better would be like this era's sweet child of mine or like don't oh. cry in that in that range somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I can. I, I'm not going to disagree with you. Yeah, man, and like the accolades this song gets, like, is insane. Like, uh, Rolling Stone's 100 best singles of 2008, "Better" was placed at number 19. Dude, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame listed the song as one of the 10 essential Guns N' Roses songs. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't you can't deny mm-hmm. like this song's like greatness no matter how bad you try no matter yeah. how pissed off you are that slash ain't in the band during this time you can't you can't like anybody that's gonna listen to this song is gonna know that this is this is a classic this is and like if you listen to the song and like you haven't heard the rest of china what the what the fuck you've been doing for the last 12 years just give it a shot give it a chance if you don't like it you don't like it that's your own opinion but like just because that should have been on the album bro come on yeah, get the fuck over it, dude. Yeah, don't don't be like don't be like that friggin' like close minded and like stupid. Yeah, Slash is great and all, but like still, you know. I mean, he's back get... in the band now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can quit your bitching and check out the fucking song. Yeah, is what is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. And just one more accolade to sort of put the cherry on top here for a bit. Um, in 2016, Spin Magazine ranked it as the sixth best Guns N' Roses song out of all of them. Damn, just insane. Cause like you see, like the oh best Guns N' Roses song of all time reviews, whatever. Like other like magazine like websites do it, and they rank all the Chidem songs at the bottom, which is fucking bullshit. Yeah, I mean, 
I do think that's bullshit that they that people don't give them more of a chance than what they mm-hmm. deserve. Because I mean, honestly, Chinese democracy is a great body of work, mm-hmm. and I mean, is every song on it just a five star amazing song? Fuck no. There's but, a few of them I mean, that are for sure. <clears throat> oh yeah. And there's a few that people won't give a chance that are definitely uh, amazing masterpieces, even. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't say I, w- I would say this is either my second favorite album. It's always it depends on my mood, man. Like sometimes mm. Chai Dem is my favorite. Sometimes Appetite's my favorite. Yeah, that's like with me too. Like, I think Appetite has like the legacy of that. Like, like to me, Appetite is like lightning in a bottle. It's like a sound that it's you know often imitated but never really duplicated at the same time. And I feel like it's kind of the same with like Chinese democracy because I can't really think of anything that's like similar to it. Yeah, it's like has these industrial like influences and all from all these different genres of rock. But there's nothing to say like, oh, this is like like this or like it's like or it's like this band makes the exact same music or something. Yeah. At least all their albums don't sound exactly alike. Yeah. That's what I like about Junior. It's a different, different vibe, different sound each time. And it's like, what, what's next, you know? Yeah. Well, folks, your bonus show is over now. So (laughs) with that, you want to spin the wheel and see what we're doing, uh, in a few days on Monday. Yeah. Let's spin the wheel. Let's, uh, let's see what kind of goodies come up. by rapid fire oh oh shit <laughs> oh, so boy. from from axel and friends to uh, solo axel all Just right axel. <laughs> axel and his less famous friends yeah axel and those other friends he made fucking freaking rape connotations with in the last <laughs> rapid fire song we covered so i hope this one's less rapey god i hope so i hope so fuck that one was bad <laughs> Yeah, I think that that we get negative ratings. That was. <laughs> is that the? I think that's the only time we've ever went into the negatives, isn't it? Yeah, that was the only time because it was, it was. If it's like that bad, you fuck. I'll give it. Yeah. Yeah, that last rapid fire song what was it the Prowler. Yeah, I think the only good thing about it was like maybe like the first twenty seconds, and then like the lyrics kicked in. And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, and that was a bonus show. Yeah. Fuck. So we opened our last bonus show with a rapid fire song. And now we're closing our final bonus show by letting you know this coming Monday we're going to be reviewing another rapid fire song. That's going to be like two down and three to go, I guess? Yeah. Or yeah, only I don't four think... songs on EP. I don't remember. <clears throat> Hang on and I'll tell you for sure. Yeah, let's, let's double check that. Before I get out of it. Yeah. I was gonna say to add on that, like no wonder Axel tried to like sue those guys to not release it because like hearing <laughs> that, like, woof. Yeah, Axel doesn't even come out now. Oh. Axel doesn't even sound like Axel. Yeah. That, uh, like, oh. Let's see. It's like Axel in training. Yeah, but I mean, like, like I like we said before, though, you gotta you gotta give him some kind of a break. Okay, rapid fire, ready to rumble. There's five songs. This is the final song by Rapid Fire. Yeah. 
So this will be two, and then we still got three more after this. Yeah, we've still got three rapid-fire songs to go. All right. Well, folks, uh, we're not going to do a GN Extra this week because of it being a bonus show. So uh, thank you for liking and sharing our podcast. Thank you for uh, tuning in to this special bonus show. Thank you for 150 Twitter followers. We look forward to uh, bringing you another bonus show uh, as soon as we can, man. So if yeah. you want to, if you if you want to find out all of our bonus show, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Goals. Head over to gunsandradio.com. Click on promotions. Anytime we have a contest or uh, bonus show goals or something like that, we're trying to do with you guys, uh, we'll put it over in the promotions section on uh, gunsandradio.com. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. So uh, you ready to go home? Let's send them home. Until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you next week on Guns and Radio. Peace. The podcast built on a $3 pyramid. <laughs>